Imagine you gave a dollar a day to a worthy cause, but you did it along with thousands of Jewish people around the globe, and you all donated to one cause every single day. Thousands of your $1 bills pulled together towards one cause daily. What's the impact of your dollar then? You don't have to imagine it. You can and should do it by joining Daily Giving today. Head over to dailygiving.org and become a daily giver today. That's dailygiving.org. Jewish Money Matters, episode 345, your not-so-overwhelming Elul money to-do list. You're listening to Jewish Money Matters, the podcast where Jewish wisdom and spirituality meet your money and your business. Money is a means to serve God in this world with joy, to build a life that leaves an imprint way beyond our time in this world. I want you to discover the secrets to Jewish wealth, to gain practical and spiritual tools to break free from the shackles of financial worry to design the joyful, rich life that your soul desires. Welcome to Jewish Money Matters. I'm Yael Trush, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to Jewish Money Matters, everyone. I'm Yael Trush, your host. I'm not answering questions today. As I told you, I'm on vacation, so I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm here to wish you a Chodesh Tov, first and foremost, and to share with you an Elul financial to-do list, hopefully a not overwhelming one. I'll also make a quick announcement just before I get started. Two spots left. Two spots left to what? To my business and financial coaching. Um, I announced that during the month of August, I would be offering one-on-one sessions, 90-minute sessions, and they're, again, only taking place in August, and we've maxed out. There are only two spots left. So if you want one, head over to yaeltrush.com forward slash August calendar. I want to make sure everybody knows that because, again, these went very, very fast, and I cannot take any more than just two um, with the time that I have left this August. All right, so let's get to what's on my mind today. And that is, well, Elul. (laughs) It's the last month of the year. Elul has arrived. The month of accounting. And you know, sometimes that word itself evokes like all sorts of overwhelm. Except of course, I guess if you're an accountant, (laughs) I'm not. But you know, I was I was sharing in my class this week earlier, my Bitachon class, like, you know, doing self-accounting really should be more joyous than overwhelming if you think about it, right? After all, isn't there tremendous joy in something aimed at improving our relationship with our creator, with our fellow and ourselves, right? So in that spirit, let me share some of the things that I recommend we all look at during this time of year, an Elul to-do list of sorts that you might want to consider tackling sooner rather than later. All right. So the first thing on my list is work on a financial plan for Tishrei. Yeah, that month that is coming up. (laughs) Tishrei is really such a joyous month, but it can also be an investment. People like calling it an expensive month, but let's reframe that, right? It's also an investment. And some people tell me that it takes them by surprise every year. Every year, Tishrei takes me by surprise. And then they tell me and I end up in debt from it, which of course ends up taking all the joy out of it, right? But the funny thing is that Tishrei is actually not a surprise. Tishrei comes at the same time every single year. It's always there. It's always coming. (laughs) So, you know, does it cost the same every year? No, not necessarily. But... At this point, we probably have enough data points to make a pretty accurate approximation of what that investment will be. And also, we want to ask ourselves the questions um, that are going to determine what the investment is going to be. And such questions are, 
What do we anticipate Tishri to look like this year? What are the things that we will have to buy in order to actualize that vision? And what do they cost? What are the things that we want to do the same as prior years or different? How are we doing it differently? How are we doing the same? And what are those costs? And guess what that is called? It's called a plan, right? Some like calling it a budget. It's a plan, right? What does it require? It requires dialogue, a peaceful one. I mean, assuming you're married, right? And if you're doing this by yourself, then it's, you know, inner dialogue, dialogue with yourself. Like it requires a conversation. It requires looking up past data, envisioning the future, opening a spreadsheet and inputting numbers, right? It's a plan. Now that we know the amount of money that we're going to invest in Tishrei, then it's time to decide what will be the sources of the funds, right? Now we know what's going to cost us. Now what are the sources of funds? And ideally, we would have saved every month of the year into a Tishrei account. And the money would be right now sitting there waiting for us to spend it. However, I realize that this is something to strive for, and it might not be today's reality for everybody. So what do we do if Elul rolls around and we don't have all the money sitting in a Tishrei account? I mean, is this permission to not make the plan? No, we have to make the plan, see what it's going to cost us. And then like, how are we going to fund it? Okay, so we don't have the money sitting in the account. And by the way, I myself don't always have this. So just just making that, putting that out there. Not every year works out that the that the plan to have, you know, the $5,000 or whatever it costs in your family, you know, money sitting in, in, in an account, it doesn't, doesn't always happen. So you can stop hating me right now. <laughs> Plus it's Elo. It's time to be nice, I hope, right? Um, so yeah, I myself don't always have this. I've had it some years, um, but it's not always the case. Okay, so what happens if that's not the case? If I don't have money sitting around already ready to go to, you know, get moving on my tissue preparations, then we start asking, well, what money do we have? Do we have other savings that we could pull from? Do we have money coming in soon? And are we going to take a portion from there? Are we able to fund this from our regular cash flow? Is that going to be the plan? What are maybe some revenue generating activities or opportunities? Um, are we behind in invoicing clients? That's a very, very common one. Any products, services, or stuff that we can sell, right? We're having the conversation. We're making a plan. What does this mean in terms of time investment? Like how, how long does this take Yael? Well, it should take 32 minutes to an hour. It shouldn't take more than an hour to do this because again, we, we pretty much can talk about the vision of what Tishrei is going to look like very quickly and what it costs and what it's cost in the past. And we can come up with a very good estimate pretty quickly. And then we can see what are the different ideas of, you know, how to fund this. So 30 minutes to an hour. If you're married, as I said, this should ideally happen with your spouse. And you know what that's called, right? It's called a money date. <laughs> and so if you've gotten into the routine of these, then, you know, this should be pretty easy by now. Okay, so that was number one right? Number one was to make a financial plan for Tishrei. The other thing on our LL to-do list should be take care of your MISER obligation for the year. Super, super important, super fun. This is a time of year to do this. 
in the event that you had designated your year from t- your year to be from Tishri to Elul, then yeah, it's time to sit down and do that financial accounting of your MISER and start paying whatever is owed. So we sit down and we ask the questions. How are we doing with our MISER or our Chomish obligations for this year? Do we owe money? How much? Do we have that money somewhere already so that we can pay? Where will the money go? Like what institution, what individual, right? What is it going towards? Are we going to pay it up from the next inflow of funds if we don't have it, you know, sitting somewhere. So we're making the plan. We're taking and now we're taking it to the action, right? Are there any other tzedakah obligations above and beyond MISER that we need to pay? And this should take us in terms of time, I would say 30 minutes. This one should be pretty quick, right? And yes, it should involve your spouse. <laughs> so again, money date. <laughs> and then the third thing on this um, LL to-do list And this is kind of like a bonus, you know, I I don't know that everybody needs to do this, but I really recommend it. Um, Perhaps if you're an overachiever. Okay. So the first two, I think everybody needs to be, we all need to be working on. The third one is something that I recommend because I've heard enough times where this comes up. And here's what I want you to consider. I want you to consider, are you going to pledge, pledge tzedakah money during the month of Tishrei? perhaps during the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, perhaps during Yom Kippur itself, perhaps during Simchas Torah. When are you going to do that? How much have you pledged in the past? How much are you considering pledging this year? Why am I telling you this is a bonus step, but a good thing to consider is because I've heard so many times, you wouldn't even believe how many times I've heard this, stories like, my husband makes a pledge on Simchas Torah and doesn't tell me about it till after the fact. And I don't agree with the number. And I just get informed afterwards and I'm upset. And then I also real, feel really guilty for being upset, right? So I've heard this several times, more than several times, actually many times. And, you know, obviously there's more to this type, this complaint than just the pledge itself, because you know that it's never just about the money. But my point here is to remind you to have a conversation with your spouse about the value of tzedakah in your family and how you both envision it being practiced in actual in actuality, right? Discuss whether Tishrei will be a time where you want to actualize this value. Why? Yes. Or why not? And by how much? What does that look like? Now, those are my tips. Those are not my tips. I mean, my to-do list, right? Or the recommended to-do list for, for, for all of us right now entering this month. What if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my goodness, this is totally overwhelming. <laughs> well, first of all, you, I don't want you to be overwhelmed. You can get the, the free guide to money date, 10 tips for money date success. That's completely free at yaletrush.com forward slash money date. But what I want to do is also, because I, I told you this was to be the LO to-do list without the overwhelm. So I want us to do a reframe. And maybe we should have talked about the reframe at the beginning, but let's do it now. Okay, let's do a reframe. Take a deep breath and say to yourself, and you can repeat this to yourself throughout, you know, before the money dates, during the money dates, after the money dates, right? Really, we have to reframe this. We have to say, thank you, Hashem, for the privilege to have these mitzvahs to fulfill. I mean, think about it. This is so wonderful that we get to do this. The privilege to connect to you and bring your light into this physical world. Thank you for the merit of serving you, right? Because remember how we started this conversation? We said it's Elul, right? (laughs) It's the month of Elul. We just started, which really means that the king is in the field. Everybody's probably heard that analogy, right? Meaning the king 
Hashem literally is waiting for our request. He's out here as close as he's ever going to be waiting for us to reach out. He's literally more accessible than ever. So go ahead, go through the to-do list, do your part, have the conversations, ask the questions, make the plans, and then ask him to help you, bring him in. Because after all, not only does he want to help you, but he can right? So how is that for kicking that overwhelm to the curb and getting to work? Happy Elul, everyone. If you need some help with those money dates, head over to yaeltrush.com forward slash money date. There you can get my 10 tips for money date success for free. That's at yaeltrush.com forward slash money date. And again, if you want to grab a 90 minute coaching session with me, hurry, because there are only two spots left and I'm only doing these in August. So Other than this month, I work with people one-on-one, but on a three to six month package basis, which requires obviously a much bigger time and financial investment. So if you're more into the one-off sessions, head over to yaeltrush.com forward slash August calendar. I hope everyone has a Chodesh Tov and get to your to-do list with positivity and joy. And actually, before I let you go, I have to read to you what someone responded when I shared these thoughts on my newsletter. I told you I'd done that. So this this is one of the emails that I got. I thought it was great. This says, this was so fantastic. Thank you. I just read it to my husband and he laughed at all the right times. And I asked him to tell me ahead of time how much he plans on pledging. And besides for our weekly money dates we've been having, he just asked me, so when do you want to have this money date? (laughs) Isn't this a great email? This is what I'm talking about, people. Head over to yaeltrush.com forward slash money date. Have a chodesh tov and Shabbat Shalom.